Welcome to the Informed Advocate Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon, and this podcast is to facilitate the intersection of self-care, advocacy, and compassion for self-caregivers. And so, for this episode, it is another recap of the 555 Stress Busters. And I really want to reiterate the stress and just let you know how important it is to have self-care rituals, self-care practices, self-care routines, self-care schools, because when it comes to stress, it is like a invisible force is an invisible thing. And even though we're like, change is inevitable, stress is inevitable. However, we have the tools within us and even around us to be able to alleviate the impact of stress. And Again, it's just so, so important because there's so much that's going on in society. And then on the personal level, you never know what someone is going through. So within yourself, what you experiencing, battling, or maybe challenging is to make sure that you have what you need in order to come through those things. And so, again, with the five, five, five stress busters, five steps, five minutes, five, five times a week, five days a week. Breathe deeply, move with intention, take notice, be present, and be you. And again, thank you for listening for the recap of the recap of the 555 Stress Busters. This week's podcast is a recap of Stress Busters, of things that you can do to take care of yourself. And I wanted to pretty much reiterate the importance of a self-caregiver, which is can be a personal caregiver or a professional caregiver. And again, a personal caregiver could be someone who is a family friend, and a professional, a professional caregiver can be someone who is in the medical field, a mental health professional, can be a teacher, they can be first responders. So again, in here at the Inform Advocate podcast, or should I say as an informed advocate, everyone is a self-caregiver because in order to be a self to be a caregiver, you need it's important to care for yourself first. And so enjoy the recap of five ways that you can alleviate stress couple ways of how you can manage stress and how you can work through trauma 
And again, one of the things, um, not just one, but there's so many wonderful things that are out there. And as we, you know, have conversations, one, you are here from people who help support other people, whether they're professionals or their family or their friends. And you're here how they have been able to support others. And even in their struggles, even in the now, you know, what's going on with them, but what they do to kind of help pretty much make sure that they don't get burned out. And then you will hear definitely people who are in expert in what they do to bring you some wonderful, wonderful information so that you can say, oh, I have all of these options or my loved one have all of these options of healing, of getting better so we can live a fully lived life, so we can be in the present and not have as much, you know, not have as much suffering when it comes along with that. And so, and so, here are a couple of things that you can do. The main thing is debriefly. And so one of, you know, my uh, thing, uh, theme is breathe deeply with me. And so do that as often as you can throughout the day. And I would say, even if it's just five seconds, five breaths, five minutes, I won't say five hours, <laughs> for five days straight, continue to breathe because breathing really helps reset the nervous system. And that is going to help it to restore itself. So let's take a moment and wherever you are, and even if you're standing or you're sitting down, and even if you're lying down, you know, if you're sitting down, allow your feet to be flat on the floor. If you're standing up, stand with your feet firm. And if you're lying down, just pretty much relax. And then, Either way, just take that deep breath from your belly and inhale in through your nose all the way up. Hold it and exhale slowly through your nose. And when I do this, I like to do this with a count of five. Five in, five hold, and five exhale. And then also, even though I said through ex exhale through your nose, you can also exhale through your mouth. Because sometimes in some situations, you may need that truly deep breathing. So we're going to do this again. Inhale through your belly. Allow it to flow up. Hold it. And exhale. And count of five. And 
just do it one last time. Inhale through your nose. Hold it. And exhale. And I'm going to do it one more time just to have the count because I know for some people they prefer that. So inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Hold. One, two, three, four. Five and exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Let's just do it one more time and make it five times, right? <laughs> inhale, count of five on your own. Hold or five. And it exhale for five. All right, that was five of five. And so the next one is move with intention. So when it comes to movement, that is going to pretty much, because again, we talked about what stress does to the body, what trauma does to the body. And so movement helps move emotions. And so emotions is energy in motion. And so it helps move that because when it comes to stress and when it comes to trauma, they both pretty much can either stagnate energy or get stuck and it stagnate the emotion or allow the emotion to get stuck in your body. So this is one reason why, you know, like having music and dancing, and even when it comes to staying still, I'm not going to say staying still, that too. Um, but when it comes to um, moving slowly, and this is where uh, martial, certain types of martial arts can come into play. And this is where yoga could come into play, and especially um, deep stretch yoga. Um, restorative yoga is really good, even though there's not a lot of movement in that um, sense. But anything that can be in slow motion um, is very beneficial as well. But even though we're talking about movement, but we're talking about um, stress, restorative yoga and even yin yoga, those two are my favorite ones, and they are excellent when it comes to um, trauma and stress. So keep that in mind, and we will be talking about that in the future as well. The other one is when it comes to dealing with trauma, it is to become aware of your awareness. And pretty much what that is, take notice. Because like I said before, you know, stress is like fender benders and accidents. And you may not know what it is, but you're body knows and so take notice of your body take notice of the sensations because as Resma talked about he talked about it can be so uh, it can be stored as pain and tension and a lot of time we we ignore that or even we say it 
but then not realizing what it means. And a lot of times, too, some people may think that, um, especially if they're experiencing um, a lot of um, having a um, hard time in, in, in dealing with a lot, that something is wrong with them, and there's not. It's like whatever it is that you're experiencing as a result of stress and trauma is perfectly normal. It's like, you know, I'm going to use PTSD as an example with all the different symptoms with PTSD, and most people know what they are, is that a lot of times it can be looked upon as that or they're having a hard time, there's something wrong, you know, and unfortunately, sometimes it can be as if something is abnormal, and we tend to label things, you know, when it comes to that, but PTSD is a perfect reaction to something that was so traumatic, and people can get PTSD not just in war, and not just even, even an assault, because again, by witnessing something as well, and so what you're experiencing is perfectly normal. So just know that too. And even for those who have not experienced the examples that I just made, just remember the definition of what trauma is. It's not always the event, it's pretty much it's what happens inside your body. So take notice of the sensations in your body. It doesn't mean anything is quote unquote wrong with you. And if there are, I would say, certain symptoms medically, because sometimes there are certain symptoms medically that may come up that you may need to get checked out. So definitely get those checked out, okay? And the last one after taking notice is be mindful of the present moment. And this is where, you know, breathe with me comes into play. Breathe, breathe with me comes into play because it reminds us to be here. And so when you're, when it comes to yourself, sometimes, again, check in with yourself, take notice. And, you know, we did the deep breathing and again, be mindful of being in the present place because the deep breathing would bring us to that. And, you know, and, and even though I, uh, not even though, and also when I said to take notice of the cessation, take notice of what you do to suit yourself. That's the other thing. Again, when it comes to stress and trauma, it activates the fight, flight, freeze, the sympathetic nervous system. Like I say, it's like, you know, it's like a car accident, you know, it's like a fender bender or a car accident. You may not know which one it is, uh, but your body knows. And we as humans, we as beings, we have our own internal healing mechanism, our own internal way of helping us to soothe ourselves. So there are things that people naturally do. I know one of the things that I do is that I rub my arm. 
you know? And so in certain situations, sometimes we stop people from doing that. And let's say someone is really angry, you know, like it could be an argument or should I say a heavy discussion about something or it could be something else. And a lot of times the person, the other person or people around us like, oh yeah, they're really angry. They want to go outside. And a lot of times we try and stop. They say, oh no, don't go outside. Don't go out there. You know, just sit here and calm down. But actually when sometimes for some people when you're asking them to sit you're stopping them from expressing the full the full sensation of an emotion and really it takes like about 90 seconds for the full expression of an emotion and so that person was trying to soothe themselves by going for a walk remember we say moved with attention they were moving in attention as other people because this is one reason why self-care is really important for everyone so we can keep ourselves in check so that we can support others not for so that we can support others in the way that they want to take care of themselves in a healthy manner <laughs> and so Again, I appreciate everyone listening to the Informed Advocate podcast. Thank you for joining me and we see you next time for other ways of how we as self-caregivers take care of ourselves with so many options. And again, this is an intersection of self-care, of advocacy, and compassion among self-caregivers. See you next time. Since you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and follow Informed Advocate Podcast on Anchor or Spotify. You can also find us on YouTube. For updates on workshops, training, and conferences, go to www.affirmholisticnetwork.net and that's holistic with the W. Also follow Affirm Holistic Network on Instagram and Facebook.